Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Barnhart. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts. Good to have you with us on this Friday, Friday the 13th, as it turns out. I don't know if you buy into any of that, but it is uh, Friday, May the 13th. Some consider that an unlucky day, but uh, we're lucky. We're lucky to be together, right? Be able to visit with each other and uh, talk here on the radio with you for the next couple of hours up until 11 o'clock today. we got bright sunshine here and uh, it says 72, 73 degrees here at our uh, studios. Good to have you with us. You can join us a variety of ways today. 217-356-9397. It's the, uh, the old-fashioned way. I've been doing that for decades on the phone line. You can text us. Certainly you can do that. 217-351-5357. Castle Heating and Cooling present that. Give you that option. And you can email us if you want to go that route too. Talk at WDWS.com. We'll do some open line time this morning. We'll have uh, Clarissa Nickerson Foreman join us. Here in the uh, second hour, bounce a few things off of her, see what she's thinking about uh, these days on both the uh, local and national uh, scene and around the world. So we'll do that with her in hour number two. Uh, coming up Monday, we'll have some open line time. Also, a little short segment with the League of Women Voters as we get ready for the primary at the end of June, coming up in a month or so, month and a half. We've also got uh, Reverend Willie Comer with us in the middle of next week, and then I'll be off a couple of days, uh, and uh, we'll have uh, Tom Kasich sit in for us uh, at the end of next week for a couple of days, Thursday and Friday, and then I'll be back the following Monday with Justice Robert Steigman. So that's kind of what's ahead here on A a Penny for Your Thoughts. A lot of uh, national news, a lot of local news, too. This is a big weekend here locally, commencement weekend. I know a lot of folks are in town. For uh, commencement, hotels are full, restaurants will be full, I'm sure, and uh, getting ready for the big commencement activities over at the University of Illinois. It'd be good to have those again. Uh, we went through one last year where they did the individualized commencement, which I know was a lot of work for the folks involved in that, but that turned out really well that they did it that way. But I know everybody is pretty happy to be back uh, with the big group. And I know they're honoring uh, two or three classes at least uh, with a commencement ceremony for those that didn't get to walk through 
I think Blake Landa is one of those. Our producer is going to uh, walk this weekend, so congratulations to him. So that's going on. Parkland had their commencement last night, high school commencements uh, in the next couple of weeks. We've got one in our house in Muhammad coming up uh, at the end of next week. So uh, lots and lots to uh, get done here. Sports, Matt Daniels mentioned it. Great to be uh, back, uh, as he mentions in the sports page, great to be back with all the uh, spring sports and all the postseason baseball and soccer, softball, etc. So the weather's turned out really well here the last uh, few days. Nice to sit outside, uh, get the suntan, he says, and enjoy all the postseason activity. Chris Oberheim's squad car now decorated in tribute. That story in the News Gazette today. I know uh, Amber Oberheim and her family and Jeff Creel and some others have been out in Washington, D.C. as they honor uh, the memory of Chris Oberheim coming up on the one-year anniversary of all of that. The search for a new fire chief in Urbana expected to take months. Kiwanis celebrating 100 years. Lots of memories of the Kiwanis organization in the uh, News Gazette section today. News on the uh, California minimum wage. And, of course, uh, the evergreen stories of uh, Ukraine and gas prices and the economy at large and inflation. Those are with us, you would think. Uh, Hopefully not, but seem to be for the foreseeable future. And the midterm elections, of course. And uh, the story nationally. Now, again, I don't know if this has been a big issue here locally or not. Baby formula shortage. And the folks in D.C. have finally like, oh, hey, there's a baby formula shortage. Maybe we ought to do something about that. <laughs> it's funny how this works over and over again, doesn't it? Uh, so they usually catch up a few months later. And then they uh, run to the microphones and try to take credit for trying to do something about it. So we'll see. but um, And make a political football out of it, of course. Everything is a political football. So I don't know what you're seeing here, uh, baby formula-wise. Um, if you're in that stage of life, let us know what you're seeing. Is there plenty here? I don't know. I don't go out and buy baby formula right now, so not looking for it. All right, 9-11 at DWS on a uh, penny for your thoughts. We'll get to the phone lines here and the emails and texts along the way. Precision painting, if you need some indoor paintwork done. Precision Painting, Chad Ebert is the man to call or text 217-637-6288 or go to the website ywhyprecision.com. They're confident you'll be happy, guaranteed. And uh, wouldn't it be great if the inside of your home looked the way you have always wanted? So get the sample size uh, sheets, the big sheets, help with the colors, make your walls look brand new again, and in turn your home. Precision Painting, Chad Ebert, been at this for a couple of decades Gets all the recommendations, local recommendations. Angie's List reviews are all great, A-rated, super service. On and on the list goes of awards for Precision Painting, 217-637-6288. Back to get it started on a Friday the 13th after this. All right, 9.15 on a penny for your thoughts. Good to have you with us here on this Friday, uh, commencement weekend. 217-356-9397 is our uh, number, and let's go to the phones here. Tiny is with us. Hello, sir. Good morning. Good morning. I um, I didn't mean to uh, try to throw the guy. I said I wanted to talk about uh, the economy. Mm-hmm. 
And I do, but I've got a couple of things to talk about. Is that how does that clear? Oh sure. Oh sure. Well, Joe Biden's economy. You know, uh, I hate to even mention his name. I don't want to give him that much credit for anything because he's everything he touches turns to you know what. And he's uh, he's talking about the economy and he's blaming it on the pandemic and the war. And anybody with, you know, that's just sitting at home looking out the window knows better. This, 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 this guy is, uh, as I've said before, he made, uh, Carter look like George Washington or better. And he's, uh, I can't imagine more time with him, nor with his assistant, uh, the next in line. But I guess that's what we're going to have to put up with. That I, I hope that the the, the hate for Trump has showed people that pay attention to what the guy's doing, to what, not what he's saying. And uh, let's get along with helping our country. This guy's a, the worst thing that's ever happened to this country. He's, he's made this country into. And a lot of people are sitting at home buying groceries and et cetera and saying, well, I can afford it and blah, 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 you know. Well, they can't afford it. And most people that, uh, there's too many working people that can't afford what this jughead is doing. And uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, his uh, migration down there in the south. We can't even get the guy to say anything about it. Hey, they're just a picture this morning on Fox. Now, I know there was a guy called in the last time said I was watching Fox too much. Well, he better get his jug head out of the CNN and turn over to Fox and see what's really going on. You won't find out anything from CNN, I'll guarantee you, or WCIA. You are finding out things on WDWS now with these two guys, along with Rush, who passed away. We're we're not in the dark completely if we want to turn on the right things. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything at this this border down there is is really critical. The uh, they the, this morning they caught uh, four um, uh, child molesters coming across there this morning. There's dope peddlers. There's dope. You know. There's I can't. I'm not going to go down that list. It just Everything's happening because they're coming through there in the hundreds, and we've also we've got over over a million. I think we're working on two million now. People coming across, and they're coming from everywhere. They're not just coming from Mexico. They're coming from all over the world into this country. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about our giveaway of, of the, the the reason where our inflation's happening, they got. Just keep giving away billions and millions of, well, they give away, what was that, a, a one trillion or two trillion they gave away mm-hmm. in the first giveaway? Pretty close to two, I and, think. Yes. Yeah. I, well, you, has, has anybody got any idea? That's, you know, we, we talk about our national debt in trillions, and it was down to ten, and I don't know what it is now. It's, uh, mm. I'm afraid to check on it, but it's, do you have any idea, Brian? I can't. I can get the running clock they have. I don't know if it's twenty trillion or thirty. I can't remember. It's getting really well, high, though. Uh, 
<laughs> You're exactly like I am. I didn't know it was 20 or 30. Yeah. It, but there it is, 20. It's, uh, Trump, he spent enough money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did uh, the gentleman before him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he doubled it. Obama doubled our, 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 our national debt. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that I know for sure. Yep. And it's, it's, it's what's happening, Brian, we're not getting, our news media is terrible. Our national news media, we're not getting what's happening. And uh, this is, a, it's hurting us. I guess uh, I've got more, but uh, they've heard all I want to talk about, so I'll see you. Buddy. All right. Nice Th- see you. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you. 217 356 Nine three nine seven. You can text us Castle Heating and Cooling text line two one seven three five one five three five seven, and you can email us talk at wdws dot com. All right, had a couple of uh, leftover texts here from uh, late yesterday. Uh, somebody had said uh, Biden supporters were pretty silent. Said I haven't been silent at all. Trump wanted to bomb Mexico. Most of his staff was arrested. He pardoned them. Gas is expensive in Germany. Texas governor is checking every semi, delaying supplies to the country just to make Biden look bad. It's not Biden. It's the Republicans that don't care about humanity, this listener says. All right. Uh, Texter says, in response to the text that said they don't believe that Champaign-Urbana defended the police. What the Urbana Council did was pressure the Urbana Police to institute a no-stop zone in North Urbana. I think we read this one yesterday. Uh, Good morning, Brian. You're going to watch the movie 2,000 Mules. That's the one by, uh, is it Desouch? That he has come out with documentary, I guess is what it is. Yeah, right now I don't have time to watch any movies. I've got uh, graduation going on in our house. I've got a busy weekend ahead. I'm 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 probably movies are a little further down my uh, important scale right now. Uh, but I have heard about it. Yes, uh, is it Dinesh D'Souza? I think his name is, and he's talking about the um, uh, election in 2020 election and uh, the things involving some of the voting, and I think in Arizona and some other places is what it's about. Uh, another texter said, I'd take Biden's integrity any day over Trump's corruption. It's one of the tangibles of being POTUS, President of the United States. No one mentions when the virus first started, Trump's very own words were, quote, we have it under control when he was addressing the coronavirus before it was later titled COVID-19. Yeah, and I want to comment on all of that. I Look, you go back, you can talk in the early days of the pandemic. There were a lot of things said that turned out to either be wrong or at the time, you just were saying what you thought to be true. It was like, you know, uh, two weeks to slow the spread. I mean, that was said, too. I mean, a lot of people say things at the time that they think are right. But over the course of history, people find out, well, that was a dumb thing to say. Like Navelle Chamberlain came back from the Munich conference and said, we have peace in our time, just before World War II <laughs> took off. I mean, you know, you can go back and and pick and choose what somebody said. Anybody, doesn't matter who it is, president of either party, you can go back and say, well, they should have known better than that. Well, at the time, they didn't know. They were just saying what they thought was right at the time. I think that happens more often than we realize. 924 at DWS. 
Oil companies are making record profits. It's not supply and demand. If it's can't do without, charge whatever you want, a listener says. All right, 217-356-9397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. 924, let's take a break. Back with more here in just a moment. All right, 928 at News Talk 1400 DWS. By the way, a couple of accidents we've been watching, both on I-74. Uh, eastbound from uh, Muhammad to Champaign, they've been diverting traffic there at Prairie View Road, which is right about where I am uh, as far as uh, coming into work every day. <laughs> I travel that route every day, going back and forth. But uh, that one was blocked earlier this morning. I know they've been diverting people onto 150 and elsewhere. It might get off it if you're coming in from Mansfield or whatever, you might hop off and uh, get on 150 that way or take uh, 150 into Muhammad and go 47 and over to 72. You could kind of reroute that way. Meanwhile, they had a couple of semis uh, crash in the construction zone, I-74 westbound at milepost 192. That's from the other side. Uh, They say now that is open. Vehicles and debris have been relocated to the right shoulder, according to Sergeant Eric King with the Illinois State Police District 10. So that is ongoing as we speak. 217-356-9397, just before the bottom of the hour. Eric jumps in here. Hi, Eric. Morning, Brian. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. I was trying to start trying to get around a little bit better, as per what I told you last time. Um, I got an idea. Um, You know, they got this this car they use for the ceremony in washington and use it events out and about town and so forth correct yeah for chris oberheim the officer oberheim's yeah. car yep well here's here's a fundraising idea you get all the you get pictures of it and everything make sure it's all the stuff's in the right place and go get matchbox or or hot wheels from mattel incorporated or some other manufacturer try to make some uh die cast replicas or whatever and uh, you sell those at fundraisers, and you put like a fat card with it, of, and everything like that. See, hmm, okay, I like that idea. Follow what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a winner. Sure, I can't say anything wrong with it. Yeah. You might get a cut rate deal because of you know what it's about and everything from one of those manufacturers. Uh, it, it's something to look into. If some if some of the cops are listening to or the Overheims hmm. themselves. That's my suggestion yeah. right there. Yeah, go to the Peacemaker Project. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I like it. Hey, very good. All right. Well, I know you got a lot of people coming, so that's it for today. Thanks. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. 930 at DWS. I uh, had a question here. This might be a uh, Tom Kasich question. I know he does his mailbag here coming up. When is Habitat for Humanity moving to the vacant grocery store next to Planet Fitness in West Champaign, or have they moved already? I don't know. So maybe somebody uh, somebody knows about that. Habitat Humanity moving to the vacant grocery store next to Planet Fitness in West Champaign. When are they moving or have they moved already? All right, if you got your ears on out there, let us know uh, what's happening there. Big Mike's Mattress Warehouse, if you need a place to get a mattress, and with low overhead means that equals low prices, he can do it for you. 
Of course, he used to be out at what uh, Country Fair had that big place. This is it furniture. Well, now it's uh, Big Mike's Mattress Warehouse, right across from Fannie Mae Candy's, 405 South Neal. They have plenty of mattresses in stock. Carry Spring Air, Therapeutic, and Bemco. Uh, Mike buys the mattresses by the truckload. Give him a call to set up an appointment. And, and basically, this is how it'll go. You call him at 217-202-2821. 217-202-2821. That's his direct, that's the cell phone in his pocket. And he'll answer it. And he'll say, hey, how can I help you? This is Big Mike. And you tell him, hey, I need a mattress. He'll say, what time do you want to meet? You set the time, he'll say, deal. And that'll be it. And you come see him at the time you set, and you'll go to 405 South Neal and meet with Big Mike or Johnny. Johnny's there, too. But to check him out, Big Mike's Mattress Warehouse. CBS News at the bottom of the hour, brought to you by First Mid Bank and Trust, providing financial solutions since 1865. Visit firstmid.com to find out more. Clarissa Nickerson Foreman will sit in with me in the second hour. We'll kind of continue the open line with her, see what's on her mind. On this Friday the 13th, here's CBS. Nine thirty-six. as we roll along here on this uh, Friday. Clarissa Foreman will join us in the uh, second hour. I'll take some time off at the end of next week, and Tom Casey's going to fill in at the very end of next week. I'll be gone next Thursday and Friday. And then back the following Monday as we uh, gear up for Memorial Day. General John Borling will join us on the Friday before Memorial Day. He was a gentleman in the Air Force, long time in the Air Force. Uh, was shot down uh, in Vietnam and wound up at the Hanoi Hilton. And uh, was in the Hanoi Hilton, the infamous prison there in Hanoi, North Vietnam, and was tapping on the wall with John McCain. And he has some poems he wrote about it. And we'll have uh, General John Borling on right before Memorial Day leading into the Memorial Day weekend. Pretty good story, I would think. 217-356-9397. Hey, Brian, don't know if you heard the state of Illinois is discussing removing front license plates on cars to save money. Ron says, after that, we've spent thousands of dollars for cameras to read plates. Typical government, one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. I looked up the story here that Ron is referring to. Uh, this is from May 10. Car owners in Illinois may not be required to display a front license plate under a proposed law, which would place the state among a growing number that do not require the additional vehicle tag. House Bill 1896 was introduced by Representative Tom Bennett. We've had Tom on with his uh, nephew, of course, Scott Bennett, and would amend the Illinois Vehicle Code to remove the required front plate. Once adopted, the Secretary of State would issue only one registration plate instead of two. Proponents of the bill say doing away with front plates would save the state $800,000 a year in plate production and preserve the styling of newer and classic cars. Opponents including some law enforcement organizations, including the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police, Illinois Sheriff's Association, and others cited safety concerns. Several lawmakers discussed the safety, uh, dismissed the safety argument, saying the tollway has cameras that record rear plates as well as front plates. And I don't know uh, what that would mean for uh, license plate readers. I don't know the technology there. 
The law, if passed, would go into effect one year from the bill's passage. Ohio became the 20th state to require only one plate two years ago. All right, uh, let's see what else is on the text line here. If you want baby formula, go to the border. Seems like they have all they need for the illegal migrants. Uh, have large stockpiles been placed for illegals for use at the border? Someone uh, emails in. 217 uh, You hear a lot of stuff. I'll, I'll just have to go look and see what uh, I'll Google it here in a minute and see what um, what I can learn about it. Another texter says, hey, the liberals are up this morning on the text line. Nice to hear from them. They're still wrong about everything, but welcome to join the conversation. <laughs> Listener says. And then another texter says, let me save you some time with the 2,000 mules. It's a movie to prove to itself something that didn't happen. A pure waste of time, this listener says. There, I just saved you two hours. 9.39 at uh, News Talk 1400 DWS. And let's go to the phones here to Herb. How are you doing, Herb? I'm fine, Brian. How are you? Good. Morning? What's going on? Oh, same old, same old. You know how it is. You know, uh, what the, uh, the earlier callers there said about the uh, People not being informed. I uh, I try to I try to get information from everywhere when I'm uh, any any time uh, during the impeachments. I watched MSNBC, CNN, Fox, uh, local stations, or whatever. And uh, the I'm sorry, the people that say you watch too much Fox. If you don't watch some Fox. There are stories you do not get. It, it, I'm sorry. It, it's a uh, there are uh, report. Brett Bear on Fox is usually pretty fair and balanced, and he uh, he reports all the stories. And if you don't listen to some of that, if you you don't even hear about it on the other channels, and sometimes what you do hear is not what what you watch. If you watch actual hearings, it's not even close. So anyway, that's that's my opinion on that. Now, this this people evidently don't remember. Uh, you know, when when Mr. Biden took office, uh, it's not just the war that caused all this. The gas had already gone up a dollar and a half before the war. Mm-hmm. So you know, oh, it, sure. it really goes farther back than that. Oh sure, but they you know the politicians they use a catchy thing like Putin's price hike. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, that's you know, come on, you know, we know it was up before. I mean, that's but that's that's politics. That's what you do. Yeah. You pin it on well, somebody that everybody hates. You know, nobody likes well, Putin, so that's an easy yeah. one. You know. Well, and that, and here's here's my deal with Trump. I I admit I'm a Trump voter. I voted for Trump, but I really don't want him to run again because we're already hearing. Every well, number one. Uh, Biden going back and blaming all this on Trump or give me a break. So it's going to start all over again. And we're going to be, you know, we're going to be in a position where, just like before, we're going to be arguing about uh, personalities regular than issues. It's uh, it's just ridiculous. I, uh, I heard last, or I heard overnight on here, I was listening, that uh Biden's uh, popular, uh, you know, uh, what was it performance? Yeah, poll numbers. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, instead mm-hmm. it was like, what, 77% in the tax? But guess what? Congress is worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Congress is down around 15%. So, Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, one more thing. Just, uh, I listened to Ammons there a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I I don't know whether Rodney Davis or whoever, uh, not Rodney, our man that was on there the other day. I can't, I oh, little, Chapin Rose? Yeah, Chapin mm-hmm. Rose. Yeah. Uh, Ammons... Number one, drop boxes for ballots. Uh, that there's too much tampering or or damage can be done to them. But the, the idea that Ammon said he was going to make permanent instead of them having to apply for a ballot, he was going to just make it permanent. He's going to send ballots to addresses that can change by the by the month. I don't think so. That's not a good idea. Okay, say yeah. say that last part again. I didn't quite. You were saying okay. that he's, he I, said I what? Believe he, I believe he said if someone applied for a ballot, like okay. a you know absentee ballot, they wanted a mail in ballot. Yeah, yeah, mail in ballot. Mm-hmm. That he was going to make that. A, if they applied for it this time, then next time he was just going to send the ballot to that address. And I, I oh thought, yeah, well you well yeah well you can request to make it permanent. I mean, you well, don't have to, but you can. How can? Why would you? Why would the government do that when those people are in and out? You know, you know mm-hmm. that a lot of them are only here for one year, two years, and you're going to until. At what time did you decide you're going to sit, quit sending a ballot to that address? Well, probably till the person tells you they don't live there anymore. Well, and that's think. it. Yeah, there's there's too much. You're going to be. Uh, Here's my my fear. I want everyone in this country who has a right to vote, I want them to vote. And I don't want there to be anything that makes it hard for them to vote. But I don't want one person voting that doesn't have a right, and I don't want uh, extra ballots floating around out there with nobody picking them up Mm. or nobody requesting them. Mm. All right. Hey, Herb, i got some other folks here. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a good weekend. 217-356-9397. Hello, Brian. Why do I think the removal of the front license plate requirement wouldn't save the Illinois taxpayers a single penny? Well, they say it would save some. Now, maybe you're saying that they would turn around and spend it on something else. Uh, That could be true. (laughs) We do have a uh, tendency in this state to uh, spend it's 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 hot in our pocket, I think. They're over there in Springfield. Gary, how you doing? Good, good, Brian. Hey, uh, listen to this politics. I, it, it just my blood boils when I hear Joe Biden uh, and the Democrats. Democrats are accusing Donald Trump of exactly what they're doing. Uh, it's just unbelievable to me. And you know, Donald Trump was corrupt. Some guy tweeted in and said, "Okay, what they accused him of Russia collusion, which you know they, that was a lie. Uh, everything they said about Trump turned out to be lies, and and they put the country through this mess that we're in. And Joe Biden uh, reversing all the energy policies on day one when he took office is two dollars and thirty five cents a gallon, and." People are sticking up for him. I, I just don't 
are they living in caves or I don't get it. Uh, you know, have a Biden guy follow me to the gas station, fill up my van for 150 bucks. And, and a guy earlier talked about illegal immigration. If you don't watch some Fox news, you have no idea, but it is absolutely disgusting what's going on down there. And, if all these things were happening under Donald Trump, it would be on the news 24-7, saying this guy's got to get impeached and all this and that. So it's just disgusting to me that people stand up for this man who can't even, he don't even know what day it is. And the Afghanistan debacle it was about as worse as I've seen in my lifetime, but nobody wants to talk about it. So... My blood pressure's up, but anyway, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you have this show, Brian. Right. It's 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 unbelievable what's going on. So yeah. thanks, and I'll listen. Hey, th- thank thanks, man. Thank you, Gary. All right, yeah. I hope you uh, get that blood pressure down. Um, Nine forty-seven. We don't want to have any uh, health issues. By the way, somebody uh, was saying, and I may have misspoke, so maybe I led you wrong. The, the I was mentioned the Urbana police chief search for police chief expected to uh, take. A few months. I may have said fire chief inadvertently. Yes, they did hire a new fire chief. They just added one. You know, I just met him the other day. He was in the building and very nice, uh, very nice man. And uh, we'll have him on the show here at some point. But yes, it's a police chief they are looking for, and they think that may be um, a few months on that. Nine forty-eight at DWS. Becky's up next. Hi, Becky. Good morning. Good morning. I know I know this is going to go nowhere, but I want to say it anyway. I just heard the gentleman talk about finding the different news. You have to search to find your different news um, channels. And one that he didn't mention is C-SPAN, which gives both sides pretty good. But I have the basic cable package, and C-SPAN is sponsored by Comcast. But in order, which gives us also the House of Representatives, you can Mm -hmm. watch it all unfiltered if you want to and make up your own mind. But in order to get the Senate, which I think we should be able to see, um, I have to go to the next tier package and spend 50 some dollars to get 250 some more channels that I don't want. and I know this, like I said, I, you want to go up against Comcast. I don't know how, but I'm just saying people should be able to watch their Senate representatives unfiltered also. Yeah, that's on. Is that C-SPAN 2? Is that what that's yeah, on? It yeah, it is. It is. Mm. And, you know, C-SPAN 3 gives you other things that are good, but we should be able to see our House and our Senate all, I just think, Somebody should sponsor that to give it to us rather than 250 more channels yeah. of garbage. Sorry. Yeah. No, I understand. No. I, okay. I'm, I'm still trying. Well, thank you, Becky. I'm still trying to get the Cardinals on my TV. So. Well, you can pay for the Cardinals. See, yeah. that's not something yeah. that I, I know you may, you may think that everybody should get to watch the Cardinals. <laughs> but I'm saying this is our government where yeah. we should be able to watch them. No, and, I... And I I totally understand. Yeah, you're right. One is on C-SPAN, one's on C-SPAN too, and uh, they should pack a gym together, maybe. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Or a la carte. Everybody yeah. would love a la carte, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. We've been talking about that for 20 years. That's uh... <laughs> Okay, we'll do something about it, Brian. <laughs> 
I'll see what I can do. I don't know what kind of pull I've got with the cable companies. But, uh, well, you've got more than me, so all right. All right, thanks, th- bye. Thanks, Becky. Yep, good to hear from you. Back in a moment here on Penny for Your Thoughts, 950. Penny for your thoughts here on this Friday the 13th. Spring Green, oh, nearly 40 years, your local family-owned and operated Spring Green, been committed to beautifying your neighborhood through quality, service, and professionalism. They offer all kinds of things to make your yard nice and green. Fertilizing, weed care, disease control, lawn insect control, seeding, tree and shrubs, house perimeter insect control, you name it, they do it. Uh, They've served all the way from Gibson City down to Mattoon and Charleston. They're all licensed by the state of Illinois. Never too late to get set up on grub control either, so make sure you do that. Call JT Warm Beer, Steve Emke, 217-359-2111 or visit spring-green.com. Spring-green.com, 955. Tell them thanks, by the way, for sponsoring. Penny for your thoughts. Uh, Let's go to Steve. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Brian. Hey, I've been following the Officer Oberheide uh, ceremony out in Washington, D.C., and has President Biden mentioned anything about that? He mentioned yesterday flying the flag at half-staff because the one millionth person died of COVID, and we've had all these other things, but he hasn't mentioned any of our law enforcement. I know the News Gazette and WDWS, they've covered the Oberheide ceremony mm-hmm. uh, really well, but you know, why hasn't Biden said anything about that nationally? Because there's other officers all across the country that have lost their lives. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know if he did or not. I know it's, uh, isn't it like National Officer Week? I think Police Officer Week or something is what, from what he I understand. Hasn't one word about, he he yeah. hasn't mentioned one word about that, taking a stand for those that have given their lives and the families that have been disrupted because they've lost a loved one. And I, I really think that's a... PR blunder by Biden not to honor the officers uh, killed in action. Hey, I I have not heard him mention it, so uh, maybe he did and we missed it. But I know he he was in Kankakee, right? Just a couple right. days he ago. Yeah, and he didn't mention it either. There was a Kankakee County Sheriff deputy that was killed there in the yeah. past year, hmm. and you know, not far away, you know, Officer Oberheide down in Champaign. Yeah. So I think Biden really blew that one, but. Um, you know, they'll mention George Floyd and all the others when they have a controversy like that, but he hasn't mentioned the officers that have lost their lives. Hey, very good, Steve. Thank you. Have a good weekend, yep, Brian. You too. Two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. All right. Somebody mentioned if you want baby formula, go to the border. Seems like they have all they need for illegal migrants. Um in a video posted to Facebook. Let's see here. Where is this story at? All right. Border Detention Center looks stocked with baby formula despite shortage. An American uh, U.S. Florida Republican lawmaker releasing images of dozens of boxes of the coveted product at a migrant processing facility near the U.S.-Mexico border. He uh, did side-by-side photos, sent it about, uh, sent it around uh, in social media, showing the uh, Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border shelves and pallets packed with baby formula, and then he had a 
Another picture uh, somewhere else that showed empty shelves. Said it was another example of the America last agenda. Anyway, uh, that was the story they're referring to, I'm guessing. And, um, and, and sure, I mean, that may be true. I'm not saying it's not true. I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if you have a picture. You can take a picture and put a side-by-side and say, okay, this is this and this is that to make a political point. Uh, but I know other places, there are places that are having trouble with formula, Tennessee, Texas, there's some others. Some states, I think, are doing okay, I think. I haven't heard anybody call in and say, here, we're really short here. No, maybe we are, and I don't know about it. So, um, you know, you can kind of pick and choose pictures to make them fit what you want. Um, but it does make a political point, for sure, and uh, that's been the hot issue the last few days about the baby formula. And then you're getting, you get the, you know, the young moms upset with you. Trying to feed their kids, that's, uh, that's a, uh, a third wire you don't want to touch right there. Get them upset. So, And that's why the administration now and the people in Congress are like, hey, we got to do something. All right, 9.59 at uh, DWS. Somebody says, good morning, Brian. Could we have a be kind to a Democrat person today? I'd love that. Hey, we're, we're kind here. Um. Uh, can't speak for everybody, but <laughs> I try to be and uh, let everybody have their opinion and let them express themselves. That's kind of the whole idea. And let that exchange of ideas happen as we go along here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS Champaign-Urbana at the Tone in about seven seconds. It'll be 10 o'clock Central Time. Back with more. Clarissa due to join me here in the second hour on Penny. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to talk at WDWS.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. All right, hour number two of A Penny for Your Thoughts coming up here as we uh, work our way through Friday the 13th. We're at uh, 10, 11, and 78 degrees. What is our high today? A high of 90, low of 65 tonight. Could get a thunderstorm here or there and a high of 82 tomorrow. And then Sunday, a passing shower, they say, and a high of 78. We'll have uh, baseball on the radio for you coming up tonight from over at Illinois Field. We've got commencement weekend. We've got Parkland had their commencement last night. The high schools are in full gear. Uh, we've got the postseason for high school sports coming up. And I'll take some time off at the end of next week as well. Tom Kasich will sit in at the end of next week, be with you through Wednesday of next week. Roost by Roger, been in business since 1985. Roger himself, 46 years of experience in the roofing industry. No down payment. Pay only when the work is completed to your satisfaction. They have enhanced warranties. All new roofs come with a 50-year system warranty. As a GAF-certified master elite installer, they're able to offer extended warranties. And only 3% of roofing contractors in the U.S. have that distinction of being a master elite contractor. And Roost by Roger is one of those. Go to the website, roofsbyroger.com 
or check out their Facebook page, Roofing Gutters, Gutter Guard, Windows and Siding. Who do I call, Brian? Well, 217-834-3800. 217-834-3800. All right. Here with us today, Clarissa Nickerson Foreman. Ready for summer. Hi, Brian. How are you? Yes, very ready for Get your summer summer dress going. You're you're ready. Brightness, happiness. (laughs) Happiness is all around. Yes. Yes. How are you doing? Good. What's up with you? How's the family doing good? Living the dream, the Midwest dream. Yeah? Yes. School's about over. School's almost over, but very happily, Unit 4 has uh, summer school, so my kids get to go to summer school, so I'm pretty excited about that, and that'll keep the kids busy. Got a a lot of almost adults who have their own things going on, so it's yeah, going to be a pretty easy summer. Because your kids are wide range. In, yes. In, <laughs> There's a, it's a huge difference. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> yep. And uh, you've been, of course, I'm sure, thinking on all of the uh, big issues of the day. I, I've asked around about baby formula. Ooh, that yes. has been Ooh, a know, big a, story nationally. And I, you've just had a, you just got a young one yes. at home. Sunshine so. is six months, and um, and even from when she was born, getting formula has been, and this is. People who are just now like, oh, my God, there's no formula. This has been going on for months. So when she was born in October, just getting formula was driving to three or four stores, not being able to find formula. Other people telling me, hey, I'm not seeing formula. And I was lucky enough to breastfeed for five months um, and, you know, freeze milk and do all those things. But the fact that I can't just go to the store in the middle of the night and grab formula is concerning. And I don't use powder formula. I use ready to feed. So once the recall happened with powder formula and then powder formula stopped being available readily, people started using the alternative of ready to feed. So now I can't find, you know, the formula that I use normally. And you you could go to Walgreens, CVS. I mean, it's to the point where I've even went to Rantoul um, to get formula because uh, from the Walmart because I, I there's it's sold out everywhere. And I mean, you can switch formulas for babies, but it's very uncomfortable. They, it makes them very gassy and it's just not the best, you mm. know, option for the baby. So in desperate times, you can do it. Um, but, mm. you know, it's just it's kind of alarming that people are just now talking about it because it's been going on for quite a minute now. Yeah. Well, the word is leaked out to Washington suddenly. Oh, well, you, you know how they are once yeah. they you know how they are. Oh, it's time for me to get on camera. Showtime. So they have to, you know, as soon as it's as soon as it's time, That's they right. ready. Yeah. Well, yes. oh, oh, my goodness. Hey, oh, look what we're doing. To help. I'm going to save the day, although yeah. you can't. You know, the thing that bothers me is that you can't just go to a manufacturer and be like, hey, go ahead and ramp up that, you know, manufacturing. What are you going to do? Make people work 12 hour days for six weeks, six days a week. I mean, it's the the thought of it is like, yes, we need to do it because the babies. But as a person, as a human, would you would you want to have to do that? So we have to have different things in place so that these kind of things don't happen, which is more local, you know, manufacturing companies. Mm -hmm. We should have more of these things done in america and they should already be readily made yeah. so so our supplies here locally are not great but not as like in tennessee or texas they're like out like out i mean out. they're completely out yeah. there and we're i mean there are different so many different types of formulas okay. so like the the sensitivity ones are the ones for people who you know have rare conditions they're going to be on shelves the basic similac and basic infamil is sold out and when i'm telling you that i've went to different walgreens i mean at urbana Everyone in Urbana, everyone in, you know, Savoy, you're driving places. So I, I finally got desperate and went to Rantoul. Um, mm. But, you know, you use you can use the app and go to the stores and say, you know, I want to order this. What's in stock? And you will find out that it's not in stock online, Amazon, Walmart. Mm. Like, you you know, it's a 
it's Hunger Games out here getting formula. Yeah. It, it really, you're and, fighting for formula online, for and, sure. And you've said this, and I agree with you. You're pretty resourceful. You will go online and look and this and that and the other, but not everybody has the ability yes. to yes. afford a computer to go online to look. Or so. to be able to sit there and try to find, buy one or two or buy them in the, you know, they've now minimized how many you can buy, the maximized. So, you know, you're only able to get one or two. And so if that's what happens, you're, you know, you're going to different, and everybody just doesn't have the ability to do that. And that's, it's yeah. kind of scary, especially for the new babies that are becoming, we're going to have a lot of newborns, you know, coming. Mm-hmm. And if there's a shortage now, well, what do you think it's, yeah. you know, what's going to happen when the babies get here? Jeez, so it's kind of alarming. It's going to take a while to straighten this out. Yeah. But I you know, if Washington's on the case, so <laughs> nothing to worry about here. <laughs> nothing to see here. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. Some text left over from the uh, last hour. Uh, somebody was talking about the 2,000 Mules documentary. Say it's one hour and 28 minutes in length, not two hours. The texter who said they saved you two hours obviously hasn't watched it and obviously uh, has their mind closed to even the possibility that what the movie shows is partly true. That's about the election in uh, Arizona, uh, I think, and a couple other states. Uh, Let's see here. I stand corrected from my call yesterday. I thought I was giving humanity a benefit of the doubt. Turns out there are still people who think Biden is great. There's more people drinking the Kool-Aid than I originally thought. Their hatred of the, quote, mean tweeter has dramatically clouded their judgment. It's too bad. No time for facts in their bleak words. Uh, The Fox stories that aren't on other networks is because they make them up, this listener says. Other network stories are vetted. Reporters have been fired for mistruths. Fox gets away with not being truthful because legally they go go by entertainment news. I know Brett Baer does a show late afternoon that is just the news. They have some stories on there. But both networks have opinion shows. Sean Hannity is an opinion show. Rachel Maddow is an opinion show. And they're going to give their opinions. Well, it's, CNN it, has opinion shows. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody So everybody does. has opinion. I mean, when I was growing up, journalism was investigative, right? So, like, people went out, they got receipts, they got evidence. Somewhere along the line... Um, I woke up one day and everything was opinion news and everything was, well, this is what I think is happening and this is my interpretation. And so it started to become less about the evidence and the facts and more about how that person's perception is. And we all know from, you know, being somewhere where there's five people there and you ask them what happened, everybody's perception is different. And so this level of journalism is kind of, you know, it's kind of scary and we mm-hmm. need to be more about, you know, facts. I think it's super important. Carissa Nickerson Foreman is with us here for this hour, 1019. Liz is with us. How you doing, Liz? I'm doing fine. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, you know, at the hospital they have breast milk, and if it's not all used up within a certain length of time, they have to destroy it. So why couldn't some of these mamas get their uh, breast milk and since there's a shortage of the uh, formula? Wow. I mean, if there's an ability to, to get to a milk bank and, you know, it's vetted and everything, I would absolutely encourage people to do that. I don't know how accessible that is. And I'm someone who's pretty resourceful. So if I haven't heard of it, um, I'd be shocked that it exists. So thank you for saying that because I would love to. I was talking to Julie Pride yesterday and I was asking her what public health thought about it. So that makes me feel better that, you know, more people, you know, there are other options. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Yeah. Are there such things as milk banks? Yeah, there are milk banks. Really? Mm -hmm. You can donate your milk and it's like scanned. They do, they scan it for like all the diseases and all that good stuff. And, um, and then, you know, you can purchase the, the breast milk. Mm -hmm. I know that if like your baby's preemie or they have any kind of disabilities, I think you can get it free. Now, how accessible that is and how much is out there, I, that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I haven't heard much about it, but, um, I Mm -hmm. still think it's a good resource for people. Every time you're on, I learn something. (laughs) 
Isn't that funny? You know I'm all about you know I'm all about <laughs> teaching people whatever you want to know. Yes. Uh, somebody said uh, the removal of the front license plates. There's a bill in the state legislature that would allow the removal of the front license plate. They say that would save the state eight hundred thousand dollars. Then they would say uh, this listener says then ten percent raises across the board for state employees. Talking about spending the money that they would uh, they would be saving. Hmm. All right, uh, Mark's with us. How you doing, Mark? Uh, perfect so far. My question for uh, Ms. Foreman is, in your time on the Champaign City Council, has the council ever paid, A, for private security for any part of the public areas, and B, given $1.6 million to another law enforcement agency to patrol uh, a quarter of the city of Champaign, and I will hang up and would appreciate your thoughts on that matter. Okay, we uh, talked quite a bit about this with Eric Meyer the other day, mm-hmm. and then Troy Daniels talked about it. The downtown security. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. I mean, obviously, they come from a different place in law enforcement. I'm coming from a perspective as a citizen, and um, during my time on the city council we wouldn't have had that type of conversation because there were too many people who really believed in the police being, you know, the police leading anything we're doing. And so Greg Stock, Angie Bricks, you know, none of us are there anymore, but those were people who, you know, stood up for the police and made sure that, you know, we had them. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, You know, there was talk about using security guard at one point during my tenure on city council. And if I remember correctly, I believe the conversation was something about Chief Cobb telling somebody in the city hall that um, he was happy to host a press conference immediately and pull every Champaign police officer off the street if they believed they were going to replace police officers with security guards. When the fight mm-hmm. came down for, you know, making sure that we had equal law enforcement in the community, at the time, the chief of police really was determined to get the police back to their full capacity. We went from having that type of uh determination to we're basically weeding out the police at this point. And that is not something that I would have ever, you know, I would have definitely spoke up against. Um, But the thing about the security guards that's concerning to me that alarms me is I read that they have to call 911 just like everybody else. And I don't know for most people, if you don't call 911, Metcad is our dispatchers. And last I checked, they were 14 minutes out on a level one call. So a level one call is I'm being stabbed. I'm being shot. There's an intruder. Okay, if it's going to take 14 minutes for a police officer to get to you, what is going to happen when a security guard is surrounded by 300 people downtown? And how is he supposed to identify the security guard? They have no direct, you know, contact to 911, Metcat or the police. Um, So as a very concerned citizen, I think we should all get together and make a GoFundMe to purchase whistles for the security guards downtown. Right. Because the police needs to be, be able to identify them. That is how much of a joke this whole entire thing is for me because if you're going to put security guards downtown, they need to be able to protect and help people. And none of the tools that they're giving these security guards other than babysitters. So we're just hiring babysitters downtown. Hmm. They can't really stop anybody. They can't stop what's happening. So now we were told yesterday they could, they could handcuff somebody if they needed to. So you're going to handcuff uh, somebody with a gun. I don't know. I'm just oh. saying they can. They can, okay. and they also, if there's a, from what Eric Meyer told me, there are, they can call Champaign Police to come to the scene. Now I don't know how long that would take, but, but I uh, mean, but. I'm not a you know 
from what I know about incidents where people are, you know, trying to be detained or mm. there's alcohol involved, there's a heightened awareness. Yeah. Trying to detain someone without the actual ability to detain them could become a very ugly situation. Yeah. And when there was a shooting at a funeral and the police came to the scene, Chief Cobb complained how people attacked his officers when he, they tried to administer first first aid. Yeah. How is that going to happen? How does that affect you if you're a security guard yeah, with no yeah. tools? Yeah. So that's that's yeah. my opinion on that. Yeah. But, you know, I Greg Stock would never. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. He would yeah. never. Would never. He would just think this is a complete joke. And in this case, with the it was the Champagne Police because they're shorthanded went to the city and said, "Hey, we would recommend you do this for this private security." I'm saying, would that you would like to believe that the Champagne yeah. Police did that? Yeah. I would bet money on like all my kids that this came from City Hall and the police department did not come up with this plan. Hmm. Okay, that's. Just, I mean, and I'm <laughs> betting a- like at this point, y'all. I'm betting like. 10 out of 10 on everything I predict. So, I mean, I was here a month ago and I said Troy Daniels was the bomb. What happened? So, I'm just saying, hear me out. He's the new police chief at Parkland. (laughs) Yes. So, hear me out. I'm batting 10 for 10. But I don't believe, you know, we don't have, we don't have much city council-led legislation at city, at city hall. You know, we don't have much department-led things. Everything that is done is based on what looks good for the PR of the, of the city, not because a city council member or a, department head said we have to have this immediately and that's yeah. concerning well but. it sounds like nobody's perfectly happy with based on what i'm hearing is that we really don't want to do this but we need to do something i mean it's kind of the argument lateral hiring of police officers incentives for police officers to get them here to get them to want to live in our community and um to make better relationships with the community is great um but you know you meet the I new, just, did I'm, you meet the new police chief? I've not met the new. Okay. I, I've heard great things, though. Mm. Several people told me that they mm. really they met him. They talked to him. They really like him. Really One like of him. the things that was really interesting to me, though, was um, if anybody does get to talk to him or something, he did tell someone that he was really proud of how Champaign supports police officers and how committed we are to the police and how committed City Hall is to the police. So I don't know if somebody might want to let him know. Like, I don't know what he's been watching, but. Uh, he might want to do some research. Well, he uh, he took the job. Oh, he's gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, well, I think he's uh, he's like I said, he seems like a sharp guy. So we'll uh, I think we'll see and, and qualified. Uh, Rita, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Hey, good to have you on. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Clarissa, for being here this morning. I was very excited to see you here. Um, I understand that you are a centennial parent, and most recently I did just kind of put some information on Facebook regarding the the new hire principal. I wanted to know what your thoughts were as it relates to the upcoming new year, and we've seen all the different changes over there at Centennial. And most specifically, I'd like to talk about it because as an individual, I was targeted by a Centennial um, staff person at a public event, and I think it's as a result of me not only speaking out at school board meetings, but actually bringing public awareness to some of the things going on. So I just wanted your thoughts. Okay. okay. Um, you know, I it would be a it would be a it would be a lie to come on the radio and tell y'all that I was happy because if you follow me on Facebook, you know, I'm not happy. It is not with I'm not pr- with the new principal or a new or what, Centennial in general. We ha- Chuck Neitzel, the principal at Centennial, is someone who will do anything for anybody. He will absorb what's going on. He takes so many hits for the district as far as like you know, people not taking accountability for what they do, and he does. And so now that he's leaving, I mean, you had you had kids organizing a walkout because Mr. Nigel was leaving. Like, that's how that's how important he is to to those kids. And when I found out about the new hire, 
my immediate thing wasn't, oh, my God, he was a teacher when I was in high school. Oh, my God, he knows all these people. Oh, my God, he's black. My immediate thought was, didn't he beat somebody? Oh, yeah, she did. And she still works there. Yeah, she still works there. So I can't look past that. And so, unfortunately, that's that's where my position is on that. I can't look past the fact that someone who was victimized has to sit in meetings with somebody who victimized them and there's nothing they can do. And that I can't get past that. So, um, you know, if anybody knows how to transfer your kids to central, can y'all call me? <laughs> so what, what I'm trying to think of his name. What is um, it? Ooh, see, I don't want to do that. That's wrong. Okay. I don't okay. want to do that. Okay. I don't want to, but they did hire a new, yeah, they did hire a new principal. Yeah. Um, okay. and, where had he been before? He had been out of state. Oh, Chicago. And he had been here a couple of times. He was a teacher when I was um when oh, I was at I when okay. I was at Centennial. So like he's a well known person, but the issue is we just we just ha- watched a trial for Tanisha Jenkins who was murdered by her boyfriend and who was a big part of our community. And the way that we ignore domestic violence is alarming to me. And so I just can't, you know, I can't get past that we the same week we were hiring this principal with this rep with this reputation is the same week of the the trial of you know the mm-hmm. person who murdered her so yeah it was, was it he was, cleared in that case he was, was not he no. I, you know who i believe he was found guilty if i remember correctly um oh. and but it you know it just it's it's hard if you know somebody who's ever had to deal with you know domestic violence or lose someone to that it's hard so you know but the changes at centennial i don't think necessarily will be I can't say how I'll be impacted because all of my children are higher in Centennial and very, they speak up for themselves. We know a lot of staff there. I don't perceive, perceive many issues, but it would be disingenuous to say that I, do, I haven't heard tons of parents complaining and tons of parents being unhappy, but it's not just that school. It's not just this one thing. I think it's frustration in general with, uh, with getting the support they need from the district and the community. Anything else, Rita? I guess that's it. All oh. right. Thank you. 1031. Let me get a break in here. What do you say, Blake? Uh, let me put a commercial back in here, or maybe or two. And then we'll go to uh, CBS News here in just a moment. Uh, we're with Clarissa Dickerson Foreman, former Champaign City Councilwoman, and the women about town here as she, uh, you know, about gets involved town. in a lot of different things. Uh, I have got to learn how to mind my business, though. <laughs> it wouldn't really hurt me. You know what I mean? 1031. Our news uh, this hour has been brought to you by Luther Falls Custom Kitchens and uh, Granite and Quartz. Prices starting at just $35 per square foot installed, 2706 North Mattis. Visit online at lutherfalls.com. Back in a moment. Like that one? Y'all get to play all of this song. <laughs> all right, 1035 at uh, News Talk 1400 and uh, DWS 93.9 FM with Clarissa Nickerson Foreman. Uh, Ryan Dallas Real Estate, they've served nearly 300 families already, I would think. i got to get the updated number. And uh, number one in client satisfaction, new home buyer, they say, provided us with personal attention and service that far exceeded our expectations. A home in Champaign sold before it hit the market. Home in Muhammad sold above the list price in just days. A home in Urbana on the market with a different agent. All of that available, that kind of service. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, 833-595-SOLD or go to ryandallas 
R-E.com. All right, let's see here. Uh, we need Mrs. Foreman on the county board. Um, sounds like mayor talked to me. Please run. Oh. Say, okay. Y'all are so sweet. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we do not have a chance of winning the House and Senate in November from the socialist liberals. The sad part is if the fake Republican rhinos did win, they would do nothing any different than what the socialists are doing. They're actually worse. All right, a lot of political talk in there. Uh, Brian, I'd like you, I know you like to hear from a wide spectrum of the community. You really need to get people like Carol Ammons on and have her explain to the rest of us why resistance is futile. I don't quite get that. It would be a good opportunity to come out of her bunker. I mean, uh, well, if you host a purse raffle, she might show up, Brian. <laughs> uh, you're talking about the thing at Carl, right? Hmm? No, no, what what thing? Oh. What are you talking about, Brian? <laughs> okay. I just thought she might like I think she was cleared in that, right? Cleared? Right. I, be- the- I believe that the judge wrote a scathing, a scathing he, he, rebuke he of the Illinois State he Police. Did. So I, you know, I, I'm not a... I'm not a media person, Brian. I'm no. a I'm reading the docket sheet and the document and the order. And no. the judge, that ain't what he said, Brian. Well, I can tell you, um, we've I've asked in the past uh, for um, Representative Ammons to come on, and I, she has said publicly that she is not going to come on oh. or or talk much to the News Gazette. So, well, um, I thought so I'm, I thought I'm I'm I saw not, that I'm not uh, going to I'm not going to keep. I asking. thought I saw A A A Ron had came on. Didn't he? Didn't he come on? Oh, Aaron, he comes on. Yeah. As a county clerk, yeah, mm. sure, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Go mm. on, and he's uh, he's been really good when he's been on the air here. So mm. look at yeah. you, Brian, Ain't you nice. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's just, I'm just saying, I've enjoyed having him on, talking to him. So you're so nice, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> all right, uh, Susan. I'm a friend to all, by the way. Hi, Susan. <laughs> Hi. Okay, you guys. This has been turning into a comedy hour. I'm enjoying it incredibly. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Foreman, for your incredible insight. I want to tell you that some of the people, as you would know, right in the building of Centennial, did know the background of this new hire, the principal, and I was just outraged to think that he was still hired, and I know it's supposed to always look the other way, but our kids have already done that this year. They've looked the other way. They haven't felt safe. And having somebody with a background, and I know we can all get Jesus and I'll get better, mm-hmm. but the point is I think it's really unfortunate that our kids and the faculty have to put up with someone who at one point in his life devalued another person. And I'm, I'm amazed. And so, yes, you've got my vote for mayor. Please <laughs> consider it. I mean it. I, I think whoever brought that up, I'm like, Thank you, Jesus, for that. And, I mean, I just feel like we need realists who call it like it is. You know, I don't mean to badmouth these people, and I do know that people can change their life. But this is, those, our kids, your kids, my grandkids who are over there, already had the dance at Centennial. They don't have to have to be worried about their principal, who should be there uh, to protect them, to also model good behavior. I thank you for speaking up and being real authentic about your comments and please consider the mayor <laughs> amen <laughs> okay all, all right thank you appreciate that thank uh you. 10 thank you susan 1040 at uh, dws 
Uh, I'm a little too real, though, right, Brian? Like, let's be honest, because I'm not a friend to all. You see, Brian's like, yeah. I'm a friend to all. I don't yeah. think that that I don't think yeah. that, that would be an accurate statement for me. Well, um, I've, maybe I may I've, I try to be. I think I, I think always, I could. I think I need to be more partial. Is that the word? Yeah, well, partial. I was one of these. Uh, I, I don't know whether it's just I don't know because I just um, I just try to be who I am. And I've got, I've had, I had this in college or growing up and, and professionally too. I'd have two people that just did not like each other. They both were friends of mine. <laughs> and so it was like they would be, you know, I would be friends with this person and they would hate this other person, didn't want anything to do with the other person, but the other person also was a friend of mine. I have, I don't know what it is. Any but. chance you want to host some seminars for conflict <laughs> resolution at Unit 4? I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just be me, I guess. And, yeah. uh, and I, I like to get along with everybody. No, I so. think, I, well, yeah. that's why you're good at what you do, right? And you can, and you can do that. Yeah. I'm going to aspire to be like you one day. <laughs> all right, 1041. I think it takes, uh, you know, all kinds. It's going to take you know? me a few years, yeah, but when, okay. I'm, I'm going to call you when I find it. <laughs> okay. Maybe there's a shot or a pill for All that. All right. I need to catch up on breaks here. Okay. We've, we've been talking too much. 1041, back with Clarissa here in a moment. <laughs> no New Year's Day to celebrate. No chocolate cup. It is uh, Stevie Wonder's birthday, by the way. I think I saw he was 71. I think that's right. His voice will always be. You like this old school. I'm I'm telling you, I'm such an old school. I listen to 90s music all the time. Like, that's my whole... Well, this goes back a little further than that. Oh, no, I know. But, I mean, I just... if 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 it's after 90s, you will not hear me listening to it. Yeah. All right, Clarissa Nickerson-Foreman is with us here uh, on the Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, just going through a bunch of emails here, and I've been flooded with them. Uh, Stevie is 72, a listener says. I'm loving this. I've never heard Mrs. Foreman before, but I truly enjoy her back and forth. You're back and forth. Such a real, genuine voice in the community. Good for you for having her on. See, you're getting a lot of uh, pats on the back here. Hmm. Uh, Clarissa has the clarity of the problems we're facing. We need her back on the council, really, as mayor. Uh, so there you go. You got county board. You got what mayor. Is this, the mayor. Thing? Like, what, <laughs> I don't know if y'all think being mayor is fun, but the mayor in Champaign don't got no power. They got the same vote as the city council members. That's one vote. It's a city manager type in, of guy. Yeah, yeah, I would be in the same you know job I was in before. So you know, and I wasn't a fan of beating my head against the wall, and that wasn't a fun. Being out on the ledge. Hey, Brian, traffic is backed up on 150 to Prairie View, oh, still no. being routed off of 74 East. That's the accident they had earlier on the 74. Oh, no. So, anyway, um, and then somebody um, asked about Clark Bar. Ooh, uh, where they are lost we their here? Liquor yeah, license. why they lost their liquor license. Um, what does Clarissa think about that? I mean, as someone who was you know, on city council for six years, I got to tell you that the decisions made by the liquor commissioner are concerning. Um, I don't see why Clark bar should have lost their license. I'm sure that they have their why, reasons. Why were they said they, why were they, it was something you know about why? either multiple shootings or multiple incidents that, you know, violated their, the, the arrangements they had made with, because once you violate your liquor license, you have to meet with the liquor deputy liquor commissioner and with the liquor commissioner, and you have to come up with a plan to change whether it's security cameras, what is your plan to stop this from happening? I see. And they and weren't doing enough of that. I don't the think, think if, I don't if that's true, if Clark bar didn't do enough, why is black Hawk, on the corner of Springfield and Kenwood still open. You've had multiple shootings. You had somebody ran over by a car and paralyzed. I mean, 
we've got the I, I got the videos of all the incidents. And that's a liquor store. That's a liquor store. Okay. And it's not even it ain't even a drive like drive through liquor stores. Okay, you can drive up, but a walk up liquor store across the street from Country Brook loitering like it's like we it's almost like we set it up and tee it up and are like you know let's just see what's going to happen and you know i'm not a you guys know me i'm a weird nerd like this so y'all gonna just have to accept me how i am but i don't just look at blackhawk or a business i look at the person who owns it and where are their political donations going because how is blackhawk with all the incidents they have how do they still have a liquor license It, it, it makes you wonder because the incidents they have had and the deaths and the uh, serious injuries tied to them compared to Clark Barr having a ba- bouncer outside dealing with something, um, you know, is, you know, it's picking and choosing. And I don't I yeah. feel like we should rules are rules and everybody should be treated the same. So does the um, obviously since they sell liquor at Blackhawk, mm-hmm. does that fall at all falls under the liquor commissioner or is that more restaurants? Well, or is to- there a difference? tobacco, um, if you sell tobacco or you sell alcohol, it falls under a liquor license. Blackhawk doesn't sell food. Um, now, if you do have a restaurant, obviously you you would need a liquor license if you wanted to sell, you know, alcohol. Right. But typically, you you would want you you wouldn't want to have a restaurant without the alcohol without the liquor license. But Blackhawk itself is they sell they are. I mean, I wouldn't even. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Blackhawk ain't even a liquor store. It's a corner store. Okay, it's the equivalent of Blue Star and Blue Star Two. The chances of you probably being able to find some type of kit to do drugs is pretty high. And that's what I'm, and that's how I'm gonna leave that. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And as a community, we cannot support, you know, these type of establishments. Mm-hmm. It is just unfortunate that Clark Barr got the short end of the stick. Okay, uh, we got Scott on the line here. How you doing, Scott? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, good morning, Miss Foreman. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. How are She's you? Doing good. She was checking her phone. Good, good, good. Yeah. Hey, so. Um, as long as we're getting real about things, we're down 32 officers. We have a uh, kind of a, a Band-Aid on top of a, a dam that's gushing. Uh, we have officers that are working 15, 16 hours a day. Uh, we predicted this, and unfortunately, the city manager is uh, tone deaf to what's going on. Um, I, I think we, we, are, we are seeing what has been predicted 18 months, 24 months ago, when you start the rhetoric about the police, every policeman is bad and they're doing bad work. And um, one would sit back and say, you know, that was probably a foolish move and a foolish statement. And we're starting to pay for that because guys that would stay in the career for 30 years are saying, hey, see you later at 20. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm tired. It's, it's not worth me sitting around um, and taking my life in my hand. And I think that it's when you have a council that doesn't want to listen still to today, this is what you get. You get rent-a-cops down in downtown Champaign still on, a, on an uptick. You still have out-of-control people without out-of-personal accountability, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And, we, and as, soon as, as soon as leadership becomes sacrificial, then we'll find the answer to our problems. And until then, we'll have the wrong people sitting at the table talking about what was versus what could be hey you mm. preaching okay you're oh, spitting I, right it, now you're listen, spitting I, yeah, okay I, yes I like mean, yes i mean <laughs> if we're getting real we got it we got to get real real quick because it's spinning out of control and my question to the business owners downtown champagne when are you going to be standing on some desks to tell them that no more is no more i can't do this 
I mean, why am I buying alcohol at your bar when I can just walk downtown with my alcohol and sit outside your establishment and cause problems? That sounds like absolute great business to me, don't you think? It does, and then people like me say, hey, why don't I just go ahead and buy alcohol and stay home? Yeah, well, I mean, downtown Champaign is no longer, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, it's no longer attractive. Nobody wants to go down there. As soon as it gets dark, you're out of there. And you know how I know the city knows? Because they have all these events going on, and they're shutting them all down at 8 p.m. Why? Why y'all don't want to be there past 8 p.m.? Tell us. What do you know we don't know? Well, think about this, too. The Illinois, real quick, the Illinois Marathon, why was it all ran majority and 80% of it ran at Urbana? Because we have a shortage of police officers. So let's get down to the real truth and stop lying to each other about things. The reality is, is that you can't blame the police for not having a shortage. You have to blame the city manager for the fact that she can't hire people in a timely manner. So well, that's the reality. And you got to take it back to the fact that this, we will never come back from the day when Chief Cop said we must be inside that mall. We must put up barriers. We must prevent this from happening. And he was told no. Ever since that happened, it's been going downhill, and we're not going to be able to save it. And that's just the truth. Well, have you, can't, a, you cannot. Have a fantastic Friday. Thank you. Thanks for the dialogue. Yep. All right. Hey, thank you, Scott. We appreciate it. By the way, a lot of routes into Champaign. Uh, they're routing from this accident on 74 earlier this morning just before 7. I've seen a little map here. Everything, all the alternative routes are really busy, too. So just so you know, uh, take your time, 150 uh, 72 to 47. Uh, you can go that way, I suppose, too, but a lot of the routes are backed up. That's kind of sad. Yeah. 1052 at DWS. Let me get another break in here. Back with Clarissa here in just a moment. On a penny for your thoughts here as we join you here on this open line with Clarissa Nickerson Foreman. By the way, the I-74 westbound, this is the other accident we've had, the milepost 192, the lane is open, they say. Uh, there, the lanes are open. They've done the job there. Okay, uh, let me get to a couple of quick texts and then an update on formula and maybe a call or two. Uh, see how many we can get to here. Uh, somebody asked, who is the liquor commissioner? It's the mayor, right? Is the liquor commissioner? Is that, that's the, that, yes. Yes. Right? And yeah. the deputy liquor commissioner is a, is a deputy city manager. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about one family in a neighborhood putting up a basketball hoop on the, an easement? I don't know. A, a, an easement? An easement. Okay. Keep the, keep making the busy road a basketball court despite neighbors' complaints and police being called. Young kids obstructing traffic, very frustrating and dangerous. Yeah. I don't know you where they live is. in Garden Hills if you want. They just walk in the middle of the street. And back in the day, you could say, hey, get your butt out the street. Now they'll probably, sh never mind. I ain't going to say that. See, <laughs> okay. I, I got to be quiet. Uh, okay. <laughs> just uh, don't yell at the kids anymore. <laughs> Let's see here. Scott is up next. Hi, Scott. Hey, good morning, Brian. Thank good you. Good morning. Uh, you're talking about. Uh, 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 the corruption that's going on in this uh, community between uh, the Ammonses and our city council. And now you've hired a what a convicted felon to be a principal of a school. You know, Carol Ammons was caught red-handed stealing. Uh, Aaron Ammons never, never uh, finished his requirements for getting out of prison, let alone being uh, jumped ahead. And our our our, our glorious governor is a tax evader of over three hundred thousand dollars 
<clears throat> and unfortunately, like you said, I was a lot like you, trying to let everybody be who they are. Well, that catches up to you because the criminals and the thieves wind up taking over, and this is a, a, a prime example of it. Mm-hmm. You have to have a principles and, and morals to run this place, but the people doing it now are all worried about the poor poor criminal that's being supposedly picked on. But all he's going to do is keep being a criminal. And it's already, and this philosophy has worked into the White House. Now, uh, you, like uh, Mrs. Foster says, you have to be pretty much speak your opinion with what you disagree with. You just can't say, okay, that's okay, because that doesn't work anymore. Yes. They will abuse it, and they will use it. Mm-hmm. And right now we're going through that. You're seeing it with this liberal thinking that everything's going to be all right. Well, it won't. Mm. And because of the conservative voters haven't gotten out for the last 20 years to vote these these insane, I call them criminals, into office, is where we're at now and why. Yeah. So they don't care about the public, just like Carol Ammons won't talk to the public. And she's a, 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 a voted-in politician, and she won't answer to the public. That's criminal in itself. Yeah. Hey. She's going to do just exactly what she does. Hey, Scott, I'm and running running up against the clock here. but I know. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, let me go to Cindy here real quick. Hi, Cindy. Hi, uh, I just I'm I love Larissa, and please please oh. run for something, okay? Oh, thank you. <laughs> She's so real, and I'm I am still one of those people like they hired for the you know uh, area downtown that if you're doing something crappy in my neighborhood, I'm gonna walk out and say hey, I'm 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 gonna give you a chance to clear it up, otherwise I'm gonna call the police. So. Do you do that still in your neighborhood? Yeah, right. Or? Girl, I would never, I could, the, the chances of me saying something to somebody in my neighborhood and not, and, and, um, me being too afraid that somebody's going to pull out a gun and shoot me? No, I don't say anything anymore. And in my neighborhood. Well, I think they can still do that here. Oh, no, I mean, that's I'm what, not, that's what I'm, I'm telling I, you. The fear, the, the point is we stop being an engaged community because you're worried about the re- reactions. What happened to Liam on Prospect should be a reminder to everybody. You know, you're in the middle of traffic. You're upset. Something's happening. Turn your music down. You don't know what the other person's reaction is going to be. That's a scary place to be. I guess. But I just kind of feel like if we're running scared, we're not answering the problem. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, I'm going to come out and tell you I'm not scared of you. Well, we got to have people that are allow, allow, us to, allow us to have a community that Pardon? we can do that. If we can have a community that will allow us to do that and we work together, I think that what you're saying would be much better than, you know, having to call the police. I would love to live in a neighborhood where, you know, we don't need the police. But but unfortunately where I live, we do need the police. And so I don't, I don't come from a place of like, you know, you know, unfortunately I, it's, that's just the reality. People that don't know you live in Garden. I live in Garden. Yes. Well, I mean, somebody said, I've had people tell me, the neighbors will all thank me for saying something, but, uh, and they'll say, you're going to get shot. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I just, I just think we're losing if we don't at least try to be the community. Well, I ain't never so. stopped talking in my life, Cindy. So I don't think we got to worry about. You know what I mean? <laughs> but thank you, You're Cindy. My right. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Cindy. Uh, real quick, we started talking. I'm going past here the time. We'll get to Clay and Buck. Uh, WDWS Champaign Urbana uh, News Talk 1493.9 FM.
Clarissa Nickerson Foreman with us. We started talking about formula. Yes, and yes. And you just so saw Julie I, Pride just posted. Julie Pride posted on the public, the CU Public Health's Facebook page. There's a link for state resources for formula. There's a link for children in foster care uh, to get direct care, uh, formula from WIC locally. And then there's a link for breast milk banking. Um, so please go check that out if you or you know someone who may be struggling to find formula um, or needs any uh, kind of breast milk. All right, very good. Check that out. And uh, last one, Steve says, for Clarissa, it said a lot of the problems with youth, re- youth results from no father figure in the home. What do you make of that, or how do you do? What do you think the deal is with that? It would be disingenuous to not say that even if you don't have a male figure in your home, having a positive male figure in your life matters, and having those type of men and um, around you is good. What what we struggle with when it comes to like violence in certain communities we have a lot of beta males right and so by beta males i mean they're men who think that they're men but they operate from a place of of i'm going to show you i'm a man and those are the ones who are causing you know problems in our community those are the ones and so we need less beta males in these youth lives and we need real strong men Mm -hmm. to come in and say we're not going to tolerate this behavior and we've seen it some guys have got together and went to centennial football games uh, some fathers and some men in our community. So I know we have the ability mm-hmm. to do it. We just got to, you know, just got to put the effort into it. Yeah. And I know I've talked to some older black men who mm-hmm. have said, yeah, that's that's important. That's We've lost our sense in the black community, they tell me, we've lost our sense of community. Yes. We don't know each other. We do not. You know, there and, is, that, um, and that's part of the problem. So. And there, there used to be, when I was growing up, there used to be a sense of, responsibility so if you saw somebody acting up even if it wasn't your child you felt a sense of like don't be don't don't be embarrassing us like that don't be acting like that you know you would you would correct Mm -hmm. that child we don't do that anymore we don't have that type of uh sense of community anymore and i feel like once we lost that if if we can't if we can't uh correct someone else how can we also Mm self-correct right and so i think yeah and i think that's been a not just in the black community oh no that's just everywhere that's just everywhere we've lost uh, a lot of us don't know our neighbors the way we should. We do not. And I know, you know? that for me, it yeah. comes from a place of my kids go to schools of choice. So my kids are, are, they go out of the neighborhood and they don't walk to school. They don't, we don't know our neighbors. We don't have, we don't feel a responsibility for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was working for some lawyers before, we'd have people call and say, Hey, she left her garage door open or Hey, he left his front door unlocked. Like people would do those kind of things. And I'm like, y'all live in a great neighborhood because yeah. man, I would love for somebody, yeah. you know, the only time my neighbor called was when somebody was walking out the house with my TV. I mean, okay, sorry, Brian. I mean, okay. I'm trying not to make you laugh no more, That's Brian. Sorry. Okay. I'm just, you said you're going to stun me there. Like, whoa, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, if it, it makes you feel any better, it wasn't a stranger. It was my yeah. cousin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's brutal. It's crazy. It's brutal out here, yeah. man. All right. Hey, thank you, Clarissa. Appreciate Anytime, the time. Brian. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good to have thank you. Thank you. Yep, very much. There happy you go. Friday the 13th. Yeah, happy Friday the 13th. Clarissa Nickerson Foreman. All right, we'll get to uh, Clay and Buck here. Let me give you the uh, forecast real quick. Sunshine and warm today and a high of 90. Partly cloudy and mild, a thunderstorm late tonight, a low of 65. Mostly cloudy and warm with a thunderstorm uh, tomorrow and a high of 82. Champaign Public Library, make sure you check them out. Much more than books. They've got uh, seminars. If you're an entrepreneur, you'd like to start a business, maybe you'd like to learn how to write better. Uh, you've got reading groups for all the kids, babies, toddlers, uh, at both locations, both the main library and the Douglas branch. So make sure you check all that out. Go to champagne.org and also take advantage of the great sales at the Friend Shop Bookstore. 
So make sure you check out the Champaign Public Library. Have a great weekend. Illinois baseball coming up this weekend. We'll have that for you here on DWS, all the sports talk shows and everything that happens on WDWS Champaign-Urbana.